Welcome to Come Queens, the Pussy Positive Podcast, challenging cultural norms around our bodies, sexuality, and pleasures so that we can uplift the matriarchy one conversation at a time. I'm Grace. I'm Charlotte. On today's episode, we talk Biden's all-female picks for his communication staff, playing like a girl, how science brought a 27-year-old embryo to life, and as a special treat, y'all, we talk finger-licking good fucking. <laughs> oh, I feel like this is a this is such a good pussy news episode compared to. Like, I feel like our Pussy News episodes were, other were ones a downers? dark, <laughs> a dark, dark We were all pit. in a dark place not too long ago, so I think it's all right. Yeah, and hopefully we'll continue. I mean, it's not exactly a light place now, but... No, 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 no. There's some hope on the horizon. <laughs> yeah. It's the holiday season. There's lights. Ugh. Twinkling lights just really Everywhere. gets me in the mood. <laughs> well, I started to think about it. I've n- I'm historically like not a fan of the holiday season, Ugh. but I feel like it's here. You don't feel that magic? To give us like hope in the dark of winter. Like I feel yeah. like that's what the lights are all about. Yeah. So this year I'm just looking at it like, oh, so we're just celebrating so we can get through this dark, yes. like literally dark days. We made it. Because it's dark fucking five o'clock now yeah dude the time change is real serious this year like it feels like nothing it whacked me in the face yeah but with the schedules not being as normal like true it, it hasn't been like quite as painful as in past years but yeah i'm just like bored i wanted to <laughs> not go out in the cold ass cold yeah so but anyway we got some good some good news with Biden's communications team, like I'm, I'm so curious to see just in general. Like, I feel like I don't have an idea of what this administration is gonna bring. Yeah. Um, but he picked an all female communications team for the first time in history. Right. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Yeah, and I feel like even with, like, when it comes to representation like that too, and and also he's like hiring more women of color than ever mm-hmm. before for these positions. So like, I feel like having a seat at the table is gonna, you know, bring us forward, even if he is just doing it for, for the gram. I mean, not for the gram, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like, I know what you mean. It like, does make an impact. He though. could be pandering, right? Right. And he was very. I mean, he said that in his campaign that he wanted to like have a, a staff that's like more reflective. Of, of actual America. Yeah, of what our country looks like. Because yeah. Because it doesn't make sense that there's all white men, you know. Old. Old, old ass white old, men. So old. Plus, he's got to balance all his old whiteness out. Mm-hmm. With yeah. Some, with some younger women and women of color. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so he has Elizabeth Alexander, Kate Bedingfield, Ashley Etienne, Corinne Jean-Pierre, Jen... Saki, Simone Sanders, Peely Tobar, um, these women are all going to be doing the talking. For- yeah, speaking <laughs> on behalf of uh, of the presidency, which is cool. I mean, Trump had a lot of female uh, press secretaries. That were but- like clones. Yeah, exactly. No. They were like Stepford wives, basically. Well, that's, 
Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Oh, yeah. I forgot about her. There were so many. There was Sarah Huckabee Sanders. That's I was right. trying to remember them today. I mean, obviously, Gosh, we have Kaylee. Sarah. How now. can we forget Sarah? I know. I know. Oh, she still makes the rounds on the shows and Does stuff. Does she? Yeah. Okay. And then who's the... Um, well, you watch The View, so I could see her on The View. Oh, I watch The View so much. <laughs> I, saw, I saw her... Or um, oh, Sean Spicer, mm. dance, of the Dancing with I the Stars him. fame. Well, he's winning. I enjoyed him. Oh wait, it's happening right Didn't now. He? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't watch Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he was on there. Yeah, yeah, making the rounds, and he was doing really well. The little guy's just shaking his hips. Like that's where he belongs. I think yeah. that that's where he's his an entertainer should have been from the start. Yeah, put him on Broadway. But I started. I looked into these. You know these picks a little bit more and it seems like there is like quite a range because it's like how progressive will Biden be right well yeah it does seem like it's pretty that you have a lot of moderate women but you also have um some pretty liberal women too Um, I love Simone Sanders I've been well she ran Bernie Sanders campaign in 2016 namesake and yeah his daughter (laughs) (laughs) no um but but yeah, she would she like was heavy on the campaign trail. She was actually on the View quite a bit. There you go <laughs> during the campaign uh, because I think she yeah she worked on she was a senior campaign advisor. But I think she, I've personally felt was like really good at crafting the message. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like a lot of these women worked on his campaign as well. Yeah, and I think they taught him the shut the fuck up strategy that he used that was very successful thank god yeah it's just like be quiet let 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 other people talk yeah um i think it's interesting though because like the pr field is dominated by women in general Mm -hmm. and you see that like hr and pr income even in corporations right it's disproportionate um i looked up the statistics and they're, they vary based on like who did the studies, but between 63 and 85% of PR people are women anyway. Hmm. So we're better. And now it's finally reflected in the highest office in the land. That's right. Cool. Like it would literally only be natural. Because right. I, I feel like there's, you know, it's like the only, like these are all very quali- highly qualified humans yeah. to do this job. The fact that they are also women is great but also like that's not their accomplishment isn't that they're women <laughs> it's just they made it through <laughs> well yeah but i mean you have to be intentional about making you know diversity a priority because mm-hmm. you're just going to use your same old friends but this is a this is obama from the shadows oh yeah yeah for sure like uh jen saki uh, who's going to be the press secretary so she'll be our new kaylee McEnany. Mm. she was um a veteran of the Obama administration. She was a White House communications director and she was the uh, communication, the secretary for the State Department under John Kerry. So she was out there um, on the international, you know, scene. Yeah. Speaking for the John US. Kerry also has like a some kind of undefined role in this Biden administration. He oh, is, what is it for climate? I don't know. Some envoy or something they called it? Oh, yeah, they created a position for Mm -hmm. him, I think, that didn't exist before. Yeah, I'm skeptical. I'm like, bring in Al Gore. That dude actually wants to do something. And where is he? Where is he? I'm worried about the man. He's probably crying (laughs) with a polar bear somewhere. (laughs) He's just hugging him. That's who I want for the job. But, like, I'm skeptical of Carrie. But, you know, whatever. We'll see. Yeah, and... 
and I just I had you know I had trouble finding a told like because I was trying to look up more information on Jen Psaki. The Russians mm. have a beef with her. That's what I learned from. Ooh, what? But I don't. Well, I I don't know. There was like a lot of it was in Russian when I was. <laughs> oh shit! Okay. When I was looking it up, um, <laughs> but and I I watched a. Uh, an interview with Pili Tobar, who uh, is a Latina woman, and she was like out on some like Spanish speaking uh, news shows. And I was like, oh, this is cool to like hear somebody who's representing our government speaking in Spanish yeah. to, uh, you know, about what she's going to do. And I could understand. I was really impressed at how much of it I understood. My okay. comprehension. Humble brag. Comprehension high. <laughs> Speaking ability low, um, <laughs> but but yeah, um, one of the commentators that I was watching said personnel is policy, and I really mm. like I really like that. Yeah, and if this is reflective of that in any way, but of course, let's not get we can't just get complacent and say like, oh, they're doing this identity politics yeah. move, and so, job done. There you go. Right, and so. And also, like, historically, obviously, like, somebody who's in a particular group of people doesn't necessarily always represent that yeah. group's best interests. Exactly. Yes. Um, Nira Tandon is going to be the director of the Office of Management and Budget. So she was the chief executive for the Center of American Progress. She's going to be the first woman of color to oversee the agency. Um we do have to be wary, though, like Republicans are already talking shit because these women have been in politics. So they've like rubbed up against current men in power. And obviously these well, men are they have to, scared. These, and these <laughs> positions have to be approved. Yeah, exactly. So we're it's it's been talked about it saying that um GOP senators are are going to threaten to block her appointment, specifically Tandon, because... She got beef with Mitch. Yeah. Mitch the bitch. Yep. He is a... Yep. Mitch, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah. But I, she also has spoken really negatively of Bernie Sanders and oh. is that the, the organization that she worked with yeah. is cozy with a lot American of corporations. In ah. this says progress, she is not somebody who's... not a who's, progressive. She's not a progressive. Gotcha. Uh, they were talking about her on Democracy Now! Okay. Um, and just like the potential issues and how she oft... Because she talks a lot about her family story mm-hmm. um, and how like her mother utilized like social welfare programs and that's how she got to be where she was today. Mm-hmm. But I guess maybe her actual policy hasn't quite aligned with that ah i see over the course of time so so just yeah we gotta pay attention pay attention so the treasury secretary is gonna be janet yellen and we're yelling about it yeah (laughs) she's gonna be she's treasuring all that yeah no but she she i think she um used to be the i think she used to be the former chair of the fed I believe at some point. So, you know, I'm not a fan of the Federal Reserve in any mm, way, shape, yeah. or form. Um, I don't know who is over over time. So, yeah, but I mean, these, but it's still momentous. Yeah, that yeah, this it's is exciting. You know, um, and I'm glad it's not all just white women too, which is which very important because that's if you. I mean, 
the Trump administration has had a lot of women, have, yeah. but they've all, yeah, they've all been uh, blonde, white, blue eyed, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Except for Sarah, who, God honestly, damn Sarah. everybody, but then everyone was so mean. They and were. then everyone was like, oh, should they make fun of her for her looks? I don't know. I mean, she's such an asshole. I don't really feel yeah. sorry for her. Didn't but, she have a lazy eye or something? But yeah. Yeah, but she, <laughs> she, she did, she did get a lot of, of flack, but she, cause she didn't fit the, the yeah, classic. Yeah, the mold. The yeah. mold of the, the country club look. Mm-hmm. That everybody uh, seems to have there, but yeah, it'll just be Except nice. Except Trump, he's <laughs> like the it's like the least attractive. Yeah, yeah, I know. And if you ever see a picture where his hair has like blown back, mm-hmm. wow. And this poor, I mean, this son of a bitch is like just still trying to. Yeah, it's sad. It's a lonely death rattle. It makes me feel good, though, because, like, I fully thought that he, it would be possible for him to orchestrate a coup. And as things get closer, he after January yeah. 5th, it'll be official, official. But I mm-hmm. think the Supreme Court just said, like, we're not going to strike yeah. down the votes of Pennsylvania. So, like, that does give you a little bit of faith. But, yeah, I, I just think, like, having women at the microphone – is going to just like shape completely how um just how we see who belongs there like think Mm -hmm. about little kids today you know they're not gonna yeah they're not gonna realize that that's like they'll be able to aspire to these positions i mean if 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 nothing else even if you know nira tanum is like politically not aligned with us like it'll at least be important to have somebody like her in that role, and if it wasn't her, it would just be some shitty old white dude with some the same old positions. White guy, yeah. So, um, and the first woman vice president, honestly, that's very exciting. I know. What are they gonna call her husband? Do we know the first? Uh, is it the first gentleman? Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that that's... first man. <laughs> I think that that's the plan. I'm not familiar, or the or the second man. I guess. Oh. I don't know right. what you call. I don't know what you call the spouse of the VP either oh, which way. They'll work it out. Um I just yeah, I just hope that he gets in on all of the fun lady duties that all of the other Oh my gosh, he's got to decorate for Christmas and shit. And That's like, what I think. What's he going to plant in the garden? Yeah. Oh, how yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. That'll be so How's fun. How's he going to decorate? Like uh, yes, because they get to pick out like the dinnerware and stuff. Yeah, I hope he because, he better fucking do it. Well, someone, I feel like he will. Someone's got to do he's it. He's a nice Jewish man, and it shouldn't be Kamala because she's got no. shit to do. No, she she's doesn't busy. have time to look at China. <laughs> I mean, except for the country, the country, which yes, we got to pay attention to them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but um, but anyway, it, I'm I'm feeling very optimistic, and yeah, it's just it's I love how like Biden just comes out and like acts like he's a president right now. Oh yeah, kind of, I like, feel like you have to do that, especially a person like Trump. Right, like well, so, literally no one's at the mic. Like he hasn't even said anything. I mean, publicly he had that huge like speech that he put out that was crazy about mm-hmm. the election fraud. But other than right. that, like we literally just don't even have anybody at the wheel it doesn't seem like right now yeah he's just like golfing and moping mm-hmm. um so yeah good things good things to come yeah our our second news topic is 
Women football players. I know nothing about football, but I've just seen this article circulating. Uh, Sarah Fuller was the first woman ever to play in a Power 5 football game. I was like, what the fuck is a <laughs> when Power 5? When you texted that to me, I was just like, You're Power 5? You're like, is Charlotte five? really into football? Like I, was, she knows. Oh, I was just like, Power 5 sounds like, a, it sounds like TRX, or like, it sounds like a crazy workout that you have to do. Power 5. Yeah, Power 5, five minutes a day to flat abs. <laughs> like, I can just hear it now. But I guess that's like a football. It's a college it's, football. Yeah, thing. it's like a step up above like a regular college football game like it involves like the best it's, the it's best? like the big 10 i know the big 10 is a thing because i my I'm penn state family so oh. they're in the big 10 conference there's a rose bowl i'm, I'm naming okay. all the football okay, words rose, i know I've right heard now that. i've heard that um yeah but she uh subbed in as the kicker at vanderbilt university and she made 35 yards at the or she made it 30 yards at the 35-yard line. Um, you said that the kick was kind of sabotage, but... I mean, they were a losing team in the first place. Let's say that. Let's they say were that a losing the whole team. game ended like 41-0. to zero. Yes. So Vanderbilt sucked to begin with. Right. Um, and then I guess their what their players were dropping out because of COVID, I think. They, and quarantining and She COVID. got called yes. to the... And she um, just had won... A, she's a soccer player. Yeah, she's a goalie or a soccer player. Um, <laughs> those Both are the of those two, are in they're soccer. They're the same things. <laughs> um, she's the goalkeeper for the women's soccer. And she made three saves and landed the SEC SEC tournament championship oh, yeah, it's title. SEC. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first title that Vanderbilt won since 1994. So that was like a huge deal for them. Oh, wow. So that's why, that's what put um, her on the radar. So they were like, okay, she can kick. Let's uh, get her in here because we're running out of ideas because everyone's Everybody's dropping like flies. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, so she, I should never, so I started from a place of like YouTube when I was, mm-hmm. you know, I always look at YouTube to see, but like it was just, man, people were really tearing her new ass. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. It was like, why? Well, it was a bad kick. I don't know about football, but it was a terrible kick. Okay, um, but like, the, but the, the the other dudes well, on the team also, made zero points. What's your option? Yeah, they all. She suck. only got in like one time. They only made it to the field goal line once, and that's when she was able to be on the Kick field. It. And then the one dude was saying, <laughs> "That's how sports work." I don't know about sports, but <laughs> but yeah, it, and I did see it in the picture. Like the ball Does was weird? was sideways, and I think it's just supposed to be straight up, but. Yeah, you got a Lucy Charlie Brown situation there. People were flipping their their shit shit because they're so offended to see this woman. woman. Ugh. And I mean, I guess she gave a halftime speech. So I guess they go back in the locker room and then they like like a pep talk. You know, they drive up. Come on, guys. Get that testosterone going. Those dicks in the air. Let's get them. Let's get (laughs) them. Stuff those butts in those tight pants. We got. Shit I do, do enjoy Love football it. player uniforms. Butts, just best butts ever. Thighs, butts, looks great. Yeah, we're all for it. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. So they just then they were just like shitting on her and like every. I mean, it seemed like literally if I if you just YouTube Sarah Fuller, everything just is a bunch of hate videos. And they're like, this is why women don't belong in sports. They were like, someone's gonna die, and I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, like that it would kill. Like that it would kill her. I mean, kick, 
Um, Her tiny heart can't handle it. Yeah. And what if she was menstruating? (laughs) But I just I don't I don't understand what the backlash is all about. They're trying to blame her for the fucking losing team. They haven't won a game all year. Right. I mean, I mean, it's not it's not her. You know, yeah, it's not her responsibility to save their losing asses. Yeah. If they if she didn't show up, they wouldn't have been able to play probably at all. Yeah, exactly. But I guess then a bunch of players, so like a bunch of players aren't playing in the next games, supposedly for the Rona, but everybody is saying that it's because their players are, are quitting mm. or don't, refusing to play because they had to play with a woman. Oh. Um, but she's just going on and doing her thing. Like she's out there. Yeah, she's an award-winning yeah uh, athlete as it is. Like she doesn't need them, right? And she's already great at what she does in the sport that she typically plays in. Yeah, like I don't. Yeah, so she's badass. Yeah, I feel like they should. I just think in general, this is my pitch for sports for okay. for equality for sports. Let's hear it. Why aren't we sorting sports by size instead? of gender because you know like i'm sure there's little dudes out there everywhere who can't play football because they could just never yeah they'll never make it like physically they're too small football players are freakishly large they're like yeah you know like just in general like humans they're above average sized people regardless of their gender Mm mm-hmm and so I think if you just grouped them that way, weight divisions, weight divisions, by sport, just like you do that, they do that in like wrestling, boxing, MMA, right? Because you're not going to put people of unequal sizes. But they do together. still separate by gender. I know, but I say if it's just size, I then that. shouldn't it equal out? Yeah, that seems pretty. I don't know, uh, like a pretty good idea. Yeah, and then we just like won't have to worry about all of that anymore yeah because it's not fair um to i was just listening to oh i'm not gonna remember her name i think her name's mia she's a on the women's soccer team um and she's fighting for pay equality Mm. because like the women's soccer team brings in just as much money Mm -hmm. and they get like a quarter of the pay or something yeah um and she was talking about when she was a kid, she lived in an area that just didn't, it was just a small area. So she ended up playing with boys on the soccer team and like kicked all their asses consistently. And she said like she could, she was never going to win on size. So she had to focus on technique and speed um, because she, yeah, she was, she knew she wasn't going to physically be larger than her right. teammates. So yeah, I think that just to say, you know, to to say that you are going to exclude someone just because of of their gender is ridiculous, and I don't know. I, I don't know if we should be playing. Quite honestly, I don't know that we should be playing football. I agree. I, I think. Well, the, I mean, yeah, the head injuries are fucked up. I I don't think in the future. I wonder how long it's going to last. I don't know. Because a lot, there's a lot of shit a coming lot out. A lot of shit. New shit has come to light about fucking football. And yeah, but it's bad. Football hits men in like their core. Of, of like American men love it. Yeah. I I don't. I can't get enough. I, I don't, don't know what even. It is. I even me and my husband fought about. We fought about football because I said I don't know that I would let my kid play football. I and 
Yeah. I mean, unless it was like their truest dream and they had like a freak ability for it, they'd already have to be like a savant in order for me to even entertain the idea. Because <laughs> ultimately, they're just going to injure themselves oh, yeah. and get repetitive brain injuries. Mm-hmm. Like they get hit hundreds of times in the head. It's not good for your head. Yeah. Keep that brain safe. And so I think in the future, like, we're going to just look back on it and be like, well, why did we do that brutal shit? Just like we look back at like the the Romans and Greeks and yeah. shit with their gladiator. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Gladiator the, shit. Yeah. We were like, we're like, that's crazy. We say that now. Right. Football is brutal. Yeah. It's real brutal. And it's like not. And most people, even if you have the talent. You have to retire at like 40. Even if you have this, the talent to make it, you're likely going to get injured and be you know I don't know my ex played football like started varsity freshman year and then like somebody intentionally took him out to injure him on the Mm. field and fucked up his hip and his hip was like fucked up forever from when he was like 15 years old I mean yeah that sucks seems like it brings out the worst in people (laughs) (laughs) um I don't know (laughs) but anyway good job Sarah Fuller yeah don't listen to the haters uh, yeah, fuck them. And you're a soccer star anyway, so f- f- fuck yeah, these you don't, football players. You don't need them. Yeah, they're all getting their rona anyway. Stay away from them. Wear your mask. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, but she did say that the the head coach for Missouri, which was the team they were facing, yeah. came up to her before she kicked and was like, "I have four daughters, and it's so cool that you're here today." Hell yeah! So she does have support. Yeah. Um, that's dope but they were like they're gonna give her the heisman trophy that's a football trophy okay (laughs) (laughs) is that a good one or the hymen trophy (laughs) we can make it for her (laughs) um but anyway our next story is this one's super weird yeah you sent this to me i was like damn that's crazy ah it's cool though but also interesting that christians are behind is it is it like is it like time travel? That's what I was thinking. Like, are you going to get... How much does this embryo know? Right. It's like, collected all the knowledge the of knowledge the of the Well, or does it only have past? Is it going to be like a little old lady? Oh, true. You know? Benjamin Button. Because when it's 30... Okay, sorry. We're getting ahead yeah. of ourselves. We're not even saying what it is. But, <laughs> but I guess a 27-year-old embryo mm-hmm. was born into a human. Yeah. Molly Gibson. A 27-year-old embryo was born October of this year during a pandemic. I wonder if it's like, I guess the embryo, there's it's totally fine. Like, it's probably not damaged in any way. It's been cry, cry, frozen. Yeah, it's been frozen. Well, they said the shelf life for frozen embryos. Is indefinite? Like, is. Yeah, infinite. Infinite. Forever. Which is really but that's kind of crazy. As long as you can keep it cold. What I if guess? I could just freeze an embryo now and From then you, put yeah. it in a time capsule and tell the future? Mm, please make this baby in this year. Like I want, yeah, like I want a tw- uh, twenty-one or that can be in your in th- will or in thirty twenty. Bring this baby to life in thirty twenty, and it will give you all the secrets. Do I- you have a written will? No, that should be in it. Do you have one? No, but we need to get on that. We should. Yeah, we gotta. You can just do one like. On your own. It's right, called like, Seven Wishes. Google it. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. I've, yeah I've My friend's it. a nurse and he gave me, he gave me the Seven Wishes. I actually started to fill it out and the, here's the all I got to is that at my funeral, I want them to play Spirit in the Sky. 
<gasps> Bitch, that was my fucking song. You can well, we whoever, have a joint funeral? Whoever, then? Well, hopefully not. <laughs> but whoever dies first can have it. How about? Do you want to just make that as a pact? <laughs> and then I could it's just the hear best song. It's everyone's the best song. It, like together, and I want everyone to like love that together. I love it. And my other wish is that no one see my body because I want to stay beautiful in everyone's minds and not dead. Hmm. I just don't want anyone to look at me. No, open caskets are definitely... Uh... But I don't want anyone to look at me ever. Like, give them a picture, a strand of my hair, whatever they need. I don't want to be identified, like, mm-hmm. if I were to, you know... Someone's got to identify you. It's a law, right? Is it? Is it? I think I feel like it's a law. Well, make it be somebody I hate. Because <laughs> I don't want anybody to be have like, to... like, yeah, there's that bitch. <laughs> I don't want anyone to have to look at me like that. Like, yeah. it's not me. It's just then like a blob of my oh, body. it's your vessel. Yeah, yeah I, my vessel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm not into it. But yeah, 20, 27 years this embryo's been sitting since 1992. It's our age. Is oh. that... Oh, Are yeah. you 27? I was born in 92. You were born in 92. Yeah. So this ba- this embryo is the same age as you. Oh my gosh. When you think of it that way, it starts to get like really freaky. It's really weird. Yeah. But she's baby. She doesn't know nothing. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure somebody will tell her later at some point. You've been frozen since. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, she has a sister. Her sister is, is her a modern older time. sister. No, I read that oh. it's her older sister was a was the previous record holder for the oldest <gasps> embryo. She was frozen 24 years ago. Oh my god, so She's, they're like They're from the same genetic makeup. Oh, so like siblings. Yeah, for, which is cool. I think that's neat. Yeah. Um Emma, so that's the first child born to this this couple, Tina and Ben Gibson of Tennessee who adopted these embryos, which is cool. I didn't even like think about I would this never as a viable known. like birth option which is pretty it's pretty awesome like I was like I could see this if I wasn't able to it's ten thousand dollars okay um Um, I I went on their website (laughs) and looked it up and it's ten thousand dollars for the first try but if it doesn't work that time then it's only four for the next the sub oh you get a discount yeah for (laughs) times two which is actually, that's still tremendously less expensive than it would be to freeze your own mm-hmm. eggs and use them. Um, but yeah, it was it was super, yeah, it's super weird. They said that they have um, a million, that in the United yeah. States there are a million that's frozen a embryos. That's a lot of embryos. I mean, how are we ever going to go through them? I guess what are we doing with if them? we all like have some kind of like catastrophe where we poison ourselves, which is totally... F- like feasible mm. that we could like you know fall back on Maybe these embryos they, yo do you think some embryos exist in like a space station space shuttle somewhere and like they're keeping them up in space in, in case, case the, the world, world fucking i can't imagine up? i mean it's only smart to do that right yeah keep some little baby embryos i got there. some in my freezer no i'm just yeah. kidding <laughs> everyone's got it um <laughs> Yeah, it is. And I wonder if like I would be willing to donate. Well, because it can come in a couple of ways, like because you just might not use all your embryo. Like if you froze your embryos right now, you're Mm -hmm. not going to you're going to take as many as I don't know how many take out. But you're not, you know, after you get however many babies you want out of it, then what do you do with the other ones? I guess you could donate them. You could donate them. Yeah. So if you guys have some frozen embryos out there that you're not interested in anymore and you don't want to eat them for breakfast, you can have them. 
Or use them for the coronavirus cure. Oh, I know. Maybe that's what we should do with these. I know. But does that. Well, I've read that like it originates like mainly from one. Like they just take the stem cells. I'm all about donating the stem cells from like you can donate your cord blood Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. You can freeze it for yourself. But that doesn't seem. I say we just put it all into the pool, giveth and taketh, like as you as needed, okay. instead of like saving it on a whim that you might one day need it for you, and then you have to yeah. you have to pay to store this. Oh shit. yeah, yeah, that's expensive. Yeah, it's like high tech freezer technology. Um, the the nonprofit is National Embryo Donation Center. It's a Christian nonprofit. That was really so. The reason why yeah. is because they're trying to save. They think babies. they think that these are Save all the frozen little lives oh. that they're saving. I just didn't think Christians fuck with science like that, but I guess no, they do. because they would view disposing yeah. of them, which would be your other uh, option, as murder. I think. Gotcha. So they're just keeping them, keeping them frozen, keeping them alive. Okay. In their frozen state. Yeah. Forever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I just in a it frozen really, limbo. Honestly, it would take a freak event, I think, for us to be able to like have to pass out all these babies. I mean, if there's a million it's a lot, now, it's a lot of you know, them, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's cool science. Yeah, and um, so the the couple was like, you can also pick your embryo based on like certain demographics, and this couple in particular just wanted a baby so bad that they had no idea like what to pick they were just like give me a baby yeah so they were like well we're both short so let's do by height well also like do you want to birth like a tall well i mean this is your dilemma yeah it's your body right you got a tall husband and you're a short person yeah if you're a short person you don't want to birth a tall baby preferably seems like a nightmare um (laughs) but but yeah i looked on their website and they were like saying that they actually like have primarily white embryos oh what a surprise from a (laughs) christian organization oh they're all white oh (laughs) so they said that they're actually reserving their quote unquote minority embryos for to match specifically with like Mm -hmm. other like minority family or black i I mean i think they're talking about black families it's at effort like african-american families they want to match save them for that but also so they're the special edition embryos yeah so there's like yeah there's a shortage there's a shortage of these embryos i also wonder if that's like linked to i mean this whole process is extremely expensive. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I wonder if that's like linked to like socioeconomic mm-hmm. or I wonder if there sure. are. Yeah. Or if there are just any differences in general, of like who ends up getting these procedures. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I feel like this is be a cost savings because I think if you try to buy people's eggs off of them, which is a thing. That's really expensive. Around my college campus, they claimed. Yeah. So you're that right. I could sell my embryos. Yeah. For like. Or just my eggs. When for you're like in college, you get thousand dollars. They would yes, upwards of eighty, but I don't think I don't would think get that so. Much. Yeah, and it is like I think it is kind of inherently racist. Like they're looking for like a perfect demographic of 
blonde hair blew my oh, baby yeah, so yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. It is weird, like the whole selling babies. But I mean, even if you have your own baby, you got to buy it from the hospital. It's fucking crazy. And they're like, those bitches are like $30,000. Yeah. So it's all an expensive endeavor. But if, you, if you're struggling with infertility and you you know, want to check out this organization or you got some eggs in your freezer you don't know what to do with. These right. people are going to take them and they're going to be happy. I think it is It is pretty cool, honestly. And, and you can, you can do, have like an open... Exactly. You can do a closed or an open embryo adoption. And so that they said the open adoption can range from like a couple emails a year back and forth or a cousin-like relationship. Or in this case, they would be like a grandparent. Because think about it. Oh, Whoever old. had... <laughs> Yeah, because these embryos are so yes, old. They're that's the true. parents of these embryos. Wow, science are that's so crazy. Yeah, science is weird. They've got to be. Yeah, they're probably in their fifties or sixties. But dude, like the the first embryo ever born after IVF was in nineteen eighty four. So like this is just kind of the tip of the iceberg of this like technology, which is pretty crazy to think about. And how you could just like next? choose. Oh my god! Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, you're gonna. It's gonna. Get, to... Shit's gonna get weird. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then we have we have a hot. Well, we wanted to talk about. <laughs> we have a hot chicken take for you. <laughs> for you guys, if you're looking for some entertainment to watch over the weekend, this Sunday Lifetime is premiering <laughs> its latest film starring Mario Lopez, <laughs> and. It is about Colonel Sanders yeah. of Kentucky Fried Chicken fame, which I feel like if you see what Mario Lopez looks at, like, please, guys. His stash. I'm kind of for the stash. I like it. Google it so immediately. Big. And let's just talk about how did Mario Lopez is the only person on Stay by the Bell who stayed hot after all these years. Oh, true. They're doing a reunion. Well, oh, they are? He's the best one. Okay. For sure. Cool. And who would thought that he would be like the one to make it? Um, but anyway, the movie's called A Recipe for Seduction. Mm. And <laughs> and I think it's like it's so fucking weird. Yeah, it's well, it's only I think that it's a mini It's fifteen minutes. Yeah, movie. it's only fifteen minutes long. You can see the uh trailer right now online if you uh if you dare. Yeah, and it's there's a murder involved, I believe. I think it's, so. Yeah. And it's all about the, you know, the secret recipe. All about that special sauce. Yeah. And yeah, but, you know, I guess this is times are changing when Mario Lopez, <laughs> the new Colonel Sanders. Uh, but it looks. Yeah, this is what progress looks like. It looks sexy. I hope that he like. Yeah, he does look hot. Drizzles some some chicken dipping sauces over mm, during mm -hmm. the romance scene. <gasps> what if he deep fries someone to death? Oh. See, I'm going down the murder route. I'm like. That's a good one. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be the murderer. Oh, they're trying to kill him for that. For the, for recipe. the recipe. Maybe. <laughs> so stupid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. And uh, they're going to be using only breast cancer buckets now <laughs> while they have it. But. But yeah, it looks like it's um, it's gonna be oh a love triangle, and I love Lifetime movies. Okay. Like I don't, I mean I don't ever like watch them in my spare time. But whenever I'm in a hotel room, 
Mm. Lifetime is the way to go. I saw they make really good ones about real estate agents, which really get oh, me. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Lots of murder and intrigue in mm. that realm. And I just think that this is a really weird strategy, though, for like KFC as a company to be like. It's very out. Because they're sponsoring. I mean, they're making yeah, this happen. Yeah, it's uh, very left field. It seems like it came out of nowhere. Yeah, like who's like, great ideas, guys. Like they're in the like, marketing a pitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, let's bring Mario Lopez on for a great project where we can. I wonder what the other picks were. Because, you know, like, they probably, like, I don't know if he was the first pick. It's usually not the case. Right. Or did they know that he was, like, sometimes they know, like, oh, this is who we wanted for this role. Yeah. But honestly, like, it kind of surprises me that he would do a Lifetime movie. He seems like he's. A little better than that. A little better than that. I mean, he's, he's, he gets consistent work well we are in the middle of a pandemic i think people are taking what they can get yeah Yeah. and uh yeah it seems like a new uh family classic do you think that we'll learn the secret recipe for the chicken i don't know it's going to be a cliffhanger yeah (laughs) (laughs) um we also watched both of us watched happiest season Mm -hmm. starring kristen stewart aubrey plaza and no one knows who that other girl's name is yeah, what was she in though? I don't know. She looks familiar. She's in some other stuff, I guess. <sighs> but yeah, she sucks. Yeah, the if girl. You guys, <laughs> watch it. It's like they're billing it as like, which is crazy. It's the first Christmas movie to ever like have a gay person as a main character. Mm-hmm. Which seems crazy because it, wow, if Christmas isn't the gayest season of the year, I don't know what is. True, holly jolly. Yeah. Yeah. Um and. Anyway, you should watch it, I feel like, because, I don't know, it's worthwhile. I like Kristen Stewart in it, and yeah, I liked I, Aubrey Plaza. It made me like Kristen Stewart more. Like, I used to think she was, like, pretty annoying. Well, because of Twilight. Yeah. The yeah. acting and the, the breathing and the, the, I mean, the jaw. It was just terrible acting in Twilight. But maybe that's just because she wasn't living her, her truest self, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I'm glad, again, glad to see these characters mm-hmm. out here, but it was just like... It was a terrible premise. It was a terrible premise. I mean, it was just like, it was... Um, I mean, the premise, I feel like you find that out immediately. Basically, she's taking her her uh, girlfriend home to meet her family who doesn't know that she's gay. Right. And the turn that it takes from there is just awful. And you feel so bad for Kristen Stewart the whole time. She treats her like shit. Yeah. And then ends up with her. Dog shit. Spoiler alert. Yeah, sorry. I mean, we all knew that. (laughs) We all knew it from the beginning. But even in the end, I was like, please, no, don't do it. But dude, what's fucking even weirder is like the woman who made this, she said that it was based, it was kind of autobiographical. It was based on her own like story. And I'm like... So, okay, that, that that's kind of like the classic like um, gay story though. Like someone's not out to their family, and they have conservative, uptight parents. Are they ever going to accept them? Like, why can't there just be a story about like happy gay people, <laughs> like just, just having like a, living having their a gay norm- old time, like living their Christmas. normal lives, yeah. just like being normal people. Well, and I mean, it's totally valid, obviously, that like. That's her story. People don't sure. feel comfortable coming out to their family. Yeah. And that part, like, was fine. 
the part of the movie that sucked was that she seemed like an abusive she, partner. She's yeah, she was like a terrible partner. And I'm wondering, is that the the writer? And just because you or have is she Kristen Stewart, Which a hard she- like, just because you have like a hard family situation you're dealing with, doesn't mean you can treat your partner like shit about it. Yeah, like she didn't have to invite her to Christmas to begin with. She just blindsided her out of the middle of nowhere yeah. and like walked her into a terrible situation. You're going to be mad at this movie. Yeah. I felt like, yeah. But you're uh, going to love Kristen Stewart. Yeah. you're, And I mean, it has like the holiday feels. And I it think does. Yeah, yeah. The, only two times did I laugh out loud during the movie and both were lines that Mary, uh, Stern, I can never oh, say her last name, yeah, Steinbergen. Yeah. Steinbergen, Ted Danson. She's married to Ted Danson, and she has some pretty hilarious, like she has some pretty hilarious lines. And she did. I thought she did a really good job in the movie too of like playing the perfect, you know, the perfect mother and everything. Um, So yeah, I mean, it's worth it's worth a watch. Oh, she was Buddy the Elf's mom. She loves Christmas movies. Yeah, (laughs) but yeah, check that, check it out, and just like let us know what your thoughts are. Maybe we're like not taking it the right way i think we're reading it right i would be pissed i would be so pissed i think that uh that about wraps it up yeah wrap wrap your presents and (laughs) wrap wrap it up or light your candles light your candles uh (laughs) what other holidays (laughs) what other holiday things are they bake your cookies bake those cookies charlotte's not gonna do it nope i'm not baking (laughs) shit i'm buying cookies you know what I do love that rainbow cake. Have you seen that? What is it? Uh, it's just this <gasps> rainbow cake they sell. I think it's. You mean that you cut it into and it has all the different layers? All the different layers. It's Hanukkah covered starts by like chocolate. Yeah, Ooh. pretty sure it's a Jewish treat, but that I delicious. I imbibe and it's great. Okay, bring me some. So look for that <laughs> rainbow cake, guys, at your local grocer. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>